we're talking about tonight comes home to me because in 2016, my son who was 43 fell off a third floor balcony to his death. And within a week, somebody in my organization posted his, his obit on find a grave and it was like being kicked in the stomach. Mm -hmm. It just, yeah. I, 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 just I, 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 I would've put it there myself. It's just, you had to give me a little time. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. People need to process. And that's, I haven't had anything like this happen to me, but if I felt that badly and I'm not, and I have no relation to it, I, I can't imagine how somebody in the family would feel knowing that some, and I'm going to use the word person very loosely here because really the word is ghoul went on and did such a thing. I just, I find it abhorrent, you know? And well, I'm sitting the, here. the person, the person who posted it is somebody I know, and I, I am sure he meant it as a service. Mm -hmm. It's just not what it felt like when it happened. Yeah. Well, these, the, the school shooting children, the victims, they were posted later on that day. And, and I think oh, that's what geez. I found to be just awful. Some, but what what was somebody doing? I mean, even the guidelines were saying you're supposed to know, you know, please wait until the burial information is known to create the more the memorial. They didn't even mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. I, I mean, what no, are they because it within within that short period of time that the arrangements weren't made. Right. It's just it's just awful. It was just awful that somebody felt the need to do that. And I don't understand why, because and this is just me talking mind you we you know if we contribute to find a grave we're not being paid to do that we don't get anything out of it other than contributing to find a grave and hello patches sorry about that mm -hmm. and um That's okay i have to <laughs> you know so i don't i don't understand the thrill that these people get for having oh i have ten thousand memorials that i've created well, that's wonderful and good for you, but please don't be stalking the obituaries, you know? Yes. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't, I just don't understand. And that one even, and that was. Because I know specifically that it came from the obituary that we wrote with his photo and everything. Robin, I'm sorry. I, the, doing this to those little kids, it's like they're, there's no way that there was an obituary yet. There was no way no. that there's any information. Mm -mm. That's just, mm -mm. I don't know what that is, but. This was just a case of somebody wanting to be first. Well, congratulations. You've outraged a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, so my, my thought of coming together tonight, and I was really hoping we'd have more participants. I certainly sounded like a lot more people were gonna join. So I, I apologize. Mm -hmm. What can we as the genealogical community do to kind of make them follow their own guidelines? Like, I, I don't know what we can do. You know, is, is it a matter of them, you know, taking off the number of memorials that someone has? Is it a matter of writing a letter, writing an email? I, I, I have no, I have no ideas. Well, it seems to me that they could put code in there that would um, make it so it's 
the date of death is like within a certain amount of time that they couldn't do it yet. I mean, that's, like, that's a pretty easy thing. Yeah, wouldn't that be the ideal thing right there would be to do that? Yeah. I mean, or to do? put, or to put that it has to be a family member who does it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. in order for, he owns my son's memorial. I have to get permission from him to get ownership of it. See, so you, you actually had to go to this guy and ask for the ownership of it, Mary? Yeah, I haven't done that because at the time that it happened, I was raw. Uh, but that's my, my understanding is that uh, it won't transfer ownership unless I go through a process to claim it. Well, I was that's also the other thing that makes no sense. Why should some somebody that I know, but I mean, it's conceivable that it, for these children, it was a stranger, should own the memorial to somebody's family member. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think that goes back into the, oh, I have X amount of, of graves on there. And, and as an aside, I did go on billion graves to see if they had them up and they do not. Oh. So, um, you know, kudos to them. It may be as simple well, as finding out what their terms. Of, it may be as simple as finding out what their terms of service are and duplicating it on, on fine grade. Uh, Jane here. Um, hey, Jane. The thing about it is, billion graves. You have to actually go and take a photo of the marker. That's right. Okay. So that it gets That's the right. GPS. You're absolutely right. I had forgotten about that. You're and, absolutely right. And that way, I mean, headstones are not immediate. You don't have it the day they're buried. It takes a couple months for it to show up. Well, so they don't have to take a photo. They can take a photo of an unmarked grave as long as they have a way to oh, okay. know that it's that grave. If you, need, if you needed the marker, that would create the time to give people. But is that your, when I joined, you were talking, Mary, um, was that your son's grave, your son's yes. memorial? Yeah. Have you, you written to the uh, memorial manager and asked for it? No, um, I understand. And that's what I was just going to try to do. Call up, find a grave's uh, policy. Um, it's a required I, transfer. I believe, I believe I have to ask permission and prove that I'm a family member no. to get the ownership. So what, what you're going to do- How long ago was the memorial created? 2016. Okay. So you'd go to the memorial and you'd click on the edit tab and then you'd scroll down to the bottom and do the suggest other corrections. And it- pops up with a text box and you say, I'm his mother and I would like to this memorial transferred to me. They have and 30 days to do that. And if they do, oh, make sure you check mark the box to send yourself a copy. And if they don't transfer it to you within those 30 days, then you forward it to find a grave support. Right now, they're a little behind. They're running about two months but it's my understanding some things they are getting done sooner than that two months. 
but you don't even have to ask. Just say, I want the memorial transferred to me. Mm -hmm. There is no begging involved. Right. And and if the the person comes back to you and, and gives you a hard time about it, just I would forward that right to find a grave and say immediately if, if they yeah. give you any resistance like, at all. Yeah. You don't have to wait the 30 days. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm right now I'm on the app and I'm trying to see how this goes. I have no experience with the app whatsoever. Um I do everything on the computer. Okay. Um, well, I'm on the computer with you, so that's why I'm doing right. I understand. <laughs> I, I tried it out uh, a couple nights ago and um, it, I believe it said you couldn't do it on the app. You have to do it on a computer. Yeah, okay. you might. Yeah, that, that might be the, the thing. I just yeah, say like, because the suggest other corrections does is a pop up. So, yeah, that might not be something that's available on the app. There's quite a few things actually that aren't available on the app. And then there are things that are because the Uvalde victims, you could see the full memorial on the app that you couldn't see on the website. And it's my understanding people have been chiming in and saying that uh, on social media saying that they did the same thing to to the victims in Buffalo and, and other recent atrocities and I just, Memorials I, I are created every day off of obituaries. It's just awful. It's just awful. They need to. They okay, need to get and I, kind of grieve. Yeah, this is uh, uh, what I wanted to look at too. Uh, find a grave is owned by Ancestry. Yes, yes and it has been since 2013. Right. Um, I, I come from a little different perspective. Um, because I have been, I live in a rural area and years ago I went out and canvassed every cemetery and took photos of every grave in the cemeteries. And I do the recent deaths to keep those cemeteries up to date. Mm -hmm. And I do them fairly quickly because my local newspaper doesn't keep the obituaries online. When I started doing this, Uh, none of the funeral homes had their own websites. And in fact, one of them still doesn't. Hmm. But I've been doing this now for 13 years. I've done several hundred recent death memorials. Would anyone like to know how many complaints I've gotten? How many? Zero. Good deal. The only time I was contacted about a recent death memorial was the lady who wrote me and thanked me. And I know that when my own husband died, when I went on eight days later, I was hoping that someone had created that memorial. Because, you know, in my genealogy program, the one thing that I hate to do is enter somebody's death date. I don't think anybody enjoys that, you know? Well, to me, it would have, I I was hoping that someone else had created it so that I didn't have to. 
I could yeah, take my, it over and my, make it. I'm sorry, Mary. My, my comment when my son died is is not that that it was there. It was there too soon. I intended to put it there myself. Someone else owns my son's memorial and nobody asked my permission. Did the cemetery so ask your permission from. to add his name to their directory? I believe that when I purchased the cemetery plot for him and I, uh, that makes it a public record. I don't think there's a choice in that. But the fact that, and, and the people didn't complain. How many people in that group even know what find a grave is? That's I think I got a notification from find a grave that it was up. I don't know how I came to know it. I just know that it was a gut pinch and doubled me over when I saw that somebody did it. I know my experience is that my cousin passed away and I talked to her children and I asked if I could put it up because I was worried that somebody else was gonna put it up. And um, I did it uh, way before I felt comfortable doing it, but I was worried that somebody was going to do that. And, okay. um, and if somebody in the family had said that to me, I would have said, sure, go ahead and do it for the same reason. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't given a choice. And it's my son. Right. I, you know, I think it's a double-edged sword. I mean, I can, I can certainly see both sides of the, both sides of the argument here. But I discovered find a grave when I Googled my father-in-law's name. He'd been gone for about two months. I'd never heard of the website before. And his, one of the first things on the Google list was find a grave. And I went to it and I looked and it had been entered the day before his funeral. And my initial reaction was, but there wasn't a grave yet. Mm -hmm. And in, I looked around the website and realized what it was. I read the help file and I joined the forums and I joined Find a Grave because I realized it was what I had been doing for years. I mean, the first time I canvassed a cemetery where all strangers were buried was 1998. And I saw this as an extension of that interest. Um, <laughs> I started canvassing cemeteries because it was cheap entertainment. <laughs> You know, all you needed was, I didn't even have a digital camera at the time, piece of paper and a pen and a clipboard. Mm. I think there is some value in going in and doing that for older graves. Uh, I yes. just think that you have to have some kind of parameters that um, protects people who, I mean, especially people who have no idea that it's even up, you know? I always wonder I how many. Very, I think it's just very presumptuous that somebody would presume to do something in your family without even asking. 
Does anybody I, use GenWeb sites? GenWeb? Is no, anybody I familiar with those? Web. Yeah. G-E-N-W-E-B. There's, it's, um, they're an old um, set of websites, but there's one for every county in every state in the United States, and then there's foreign countries too, but they contain cemetery transcriptions. You might wanna look, check out your county and see if how the cemetery transcriptions are there because um, you know some counties, they enter the people right away too on their cemetery transcription sheets. Yeah, I just looked. Uh, my son died September 7th, 2016. And the memorial was posted September 10th, 2016, three days after he died. He wasn't even buried yet. So all that being said, you know, both sides of the argument being heard. Um, what kind of action do you think we can take to just try to ask find a grave to follow their own their own uh processes for what they've written up like what what do you think is do we ask them to remove how many graves somebody's contributed do we start a petition do we send emails what can we do to try to encourage them to follow their own you know their their own rules on memorials for those who are recently deceased um, what haven't they followed? Well, I, I there's think no rule that says you cannot create a memorial for a recently deceased person. When adding memorials, I'm reading this from their website, when adding memorials for those who are recently deceased, if you are not a family member and it is too soon for the burial information to be known, please wait until the burial information is known to create the memorial. I just think it's really in poor taste that the day those children were murdered, that their graves were already up on find a grave. Oh, and, I agree. And so did a lot of other people on social media. It's not just not just me who thought that. And But that's an ask, that's not a rule. They have rules and they don't phrase them that way. Well, and they also have in here, you know, be sensitive to family members. I don't think it was very sensitive of that individual to post them this night the kids were killed. You know, those, those people didn't have time to even process this yet before somebody went out and put these up on find a grave on a genealogy site mm. you know, I, I mean i think it's no it's not a genealogy site they don't describe themselves as a genealogy site they're owned by ancestry.com that's certainly a genealogy site yes it is and so is fold three would you can do you consider fold three a genealogy site yes, I, I do I consider it a military history site. Find a grave does not 
describe itself as a genealogy site. Ancestry has owned them for nine years. They redid the website. They rewrote all of their documentation and they never once changed that description. Okay, would you consider it a genealogical resource? Yes, but the primary purpose is not genealogy. And there are a ton of members out there who have no interest in genealogy whatsoever. You can find military historians. You can find people who are just interested in cemeteries. Tons. Robin, Mary. Regardless, it's still used. Anja, so you're saying, Jane, if, it, if ethical procedures are not written down, there's no reason to follow it. We each have to follow our own. Okay, and why is it that you post these deaths? Pardon? Why is it you do it? Primarily to keep those cemeteries that I have 100% canvassed up to date. Does so that it is a complete have list. Those records? Pardon? Don't those cemeteries have those records accessible? <clears throat> they accessible online? No. Because no, we're talking about little bitty tiny cemeteries, less than 500 graves in them out in the middle of the country. Okay. Uh, as a president of a genealogical society, we went through a lot of thought when we posted cemetery records that had been given to us by the church or the cemetery on our database to help people who are looking for loved ones. We actually weeded out the ones that had records that might affect live people and did not post them because we ethically felt that that information was incorrect to put in a public view. So we made ethical decisions that weren't following anybody's rules that just seemed to be ethically correct. Your genealogical society decided that. Yes, and we is did. it on your website? It's your website that you put that on? Yes, and we had permission to use the records. We have signed permission from the persons that donated the lists. But we chose to protect live people. There's no law that says we had to do it, but we ethically decided that that was the right thing to do and that's what we did. But you decided for your website. That's correct. If somebody came into your home and decided to rearrange your furniture, would that be okay? This has nothing to do with anything. I'm, I'm trying to make a correlation here because it is ancestry slash find a graves property. And we are guests. So you don't feel that they they should be, you don't feel that they should take the take those parents uh, feelings into consideration. 
You don't think that they should say, hey, these children were just murdered and maybe we should wait a couple of days before we let these graves go out? Do you think those parents know about him? What if the parent's a genealogist? How, how do you know that one of them isn't? How do you know that they are? So I don't know that they are. How many I, memorials are created every week for the recently deceased? I have no idea. I'm sure it is many. How many of those people do you think have someone who's into genealogy on find a grave? Jane, I don't have an answer for that. I, could, I wouldn't be able to answer that. I do know that find a grave is used by the genealogical community on a sure. regular basis. Sure. You know, I've been a genealogist for 30 years. And I've made somewhere around 500 recent memorials for the recently deceased. One thank you, zero complaints. No one has even asked for a transfer of those memorials. So you're saying that because you haven't gotten a complaint, what if you did get a complaint, would that change your point of view at all? I don't think it's people, I don't think people are upset over that someone posted a recent memorial. People are upset that someone posted the night those children were killed. Same thing happened after the, um, the Amish school shooting. Do you remember that? Yes, ma'am, I do. Yep, same thing happened. And yeah, I was pretty upset. Well, I was upset um, see, on you, that one, especially since they are not, um, you know how they shun the modern things. And, uh, you know, that just to me seemed incredibly insensitive. But yes, I find it insensitive. So you don't think that there should be any kind of parameters set in place to keep things from being done in done in an insensitive manner you don't think that ancestor find a grave i think it's impossible for us to say what is in someone else's heart well i don't think it matters what's in their heart it i think the only thing we can control is what happens on a website we i mean we can't control what happens on find a grave but we can definitely have a voice to them about how that's Im impacting people, especially people who are like Mary, who she's been carrying this around since 2016. And she didn't know what she could do with it. She thought she, her hands were tied until she was talking here. So I, there's gotta be something, at least a conversation that can be had I mean, who knows even if Pine Grave even knows that that happened. I mean, probably knows because it's been out on social media, but. Um, Find a Grave knows what, what happened? That the Uvalde victims were entered? Yes. Oh yes, they most certainly do. Um, then my question to them would be, what are you doing about this? Because that's right. way across the line. Because the only thing that they seemed to do about it when people when, when people complained was send out a form letter. With a, oh, with I've a never gotten a form. Oh, you mean a a canned response? 
I know three separate individuals got the same letter. They posted it on social media and the, the woman who signed it didn't even have a last name. They never put the last name of the person down. That's not the way I was taught to write a business letter. I always have my first and last name on everything. And that's just the way I was taught, I guess. Well, yes. Is your business a website? Mine is. It shouldn't matter if you're, if you should be doing business in a, in a professional manner that says, this is my name. I'm putting my name to this letter. Not just, you know, oh, hey, yeah, thanks for sending your, thanks for voicing your concerns, thought, you know, best wishes. That's, you know, unless you know someone personally, you should be signing your first and last name. I've gotten a lot of letters from um, Ancestry and Find a Grave and, and a few other websites like that. And they never put their last name and probably because people do post them on social media. Do you want somebody to be able to look you up on social media? I have nothing to hide and my my full name is out there on social media. Robin, you can back me up on that, right? Twitter, I'm Barbara Jean May. Cousins Connect, I'm Barbara Jean May. Facebook, I'm Barbara Jean May. I don't hide behind a screen name. And if somebody wants to contact me, they have ways that they can contact me. I have no problem with that. I'm not ashamed of what I do. And I don't believe they are either. But don't you think that the employees of Find a Grave and Ancestry deserve to decide where their names are known? I think if you stick your name on a letter, you ought to have the last name on it. If you're, if you're addressing someone, you should, you should own up to what you're writing. If you're writing a letter to someone, you should own up to that. And I, I would also think that people such as Judy Russell, the legal genealogist, knows better than to dox someone and put their personal information out on, you know, if she's going to show the letter, she would certainly have enough sense to not put their last name on it and block it out. Why? She did that with the CEO of Ancestry. The CEO of Ancestry puts her name on things. Right. The woman who signed this letter certainly did not. No, she didn't. And I honestly do not blame them one bit. Well, I definitely... Russell has her name associated with her blog. These people aren't... Oh, Krista Cohen, associated with Ancestry. But the people behind the scenes, they don't have a public profile as a representative of Ancestry or Find a Grave. You know, I've gotten tons of letters from a guy by the name of Stewart at Ancestry. I have no clue what his last name is. I don't need to. I'm not sure exactly what this part of the conversation has to do with with what we're trying to accomplish. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> it's a tangent. So Jane, what do you think uh, can be done to prevent or um, 
solve this problem? Well, I think Find a Grave has taken steps. They took steps in January. They changed the website dramatically. But it didn't prevent this. So there was never anything put in place to prevent it. That's that's I think what we're looking for. Right. And 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 we're looking for steps to prevent something from happening a little too soon. The day of, I'm sorry, it's too soon. You know, for and, everybody. Yes. Yes, for everybody. If if so my if husband, your if somebody if in your family died. died. Tomorrow, if some if my husband died tomorrow and the, that night somebody some John, Joe Smith from wherever posted his obituary or posted his final grave, I would be super upset. Okay. There, there's no way that I or my family have time to even process something like that. And I am a genealogist and I am on find a grave. And I believe that I, I do believe that the majority of people who use find a grave are in the genealogical community. So yeah, I'd be very upset about that. Okay, that wasn't what I was going to ask, though. What I was going to ask was, if your husband died and you couldn't sleep that night and you got up and you thought, hey, I'll make his memorial while I'm sitting here. I wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't do that. A lot of people do. Judy Russell doesn't want everyone to be prevented from creating a memorial. She wants family to be able to create it. Well, that's all. I still think that you're mixing apples and oranges here. We're not, we're talking about some, a stranger. It wasn't even a family member. It was a stranger posted those children's memorials the day they were killed. That's, that's the issue, um, you know, but I can tell you right now, I would not be awake and be an, oh, gee, maybe I should post Dave's, you know, obituary or, or memorial on find a grave the very night that he got, the very night he left us. I would never even do that. And I wouldn't do that to my family. You know, they, they know that I'm a genealogist, but they also know that I have ethics and I have morals and I wouldn't do such a thing. That would be incredibly insensitive to my family and to Dave's memory, in my opinion. And I think that a lot of other people in the community feel the same way. At least that's what I've been reading online. I've been reading online for years and I know a lot because I, I'm in a lot of the find a great Facebook groups and I'm in their forums. Um, I do know that quite a few people do, you know, when a friend of mine did it because she felt she did her stepdaughter after her stepdaughter was killed in a motorcycle accident, she was sitting there and, you know, kind of a fifth wheel person in all of the arrangements and everything. So she got online and she started building her stepdaughter's memorial because it was something that she could do and she could pour her heart into the uh, bio to make it a tribute. 
So am I right to understand that you're with Find a Grave, Jean? No. I'm a member. Have been for about 16 years now. So we're not any closer to a solution. Um, Robin, what, what are your thoughts, please? What do you think we can do? Well, I think there, there has to be a conversation about it with them. I think that we can, I don't know, we, we can present information to them. I know that coding, that they can do this. I know that they can have red flags come up or something like that if, if, if it's too soon. I mean, there is no reason to have 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 anything entered in there i mean who needs to know the, the week somebody died of what's in there it they're not even buried yet you know there's there's got to be an amount of time that passes before somebody can put it in if they just did that that would solve the problem yeah and i think that's really the crux of the whole thing right is that it was too soon mm -hmm. and their guideline of you must be a family member that specifically wasn't followed it doesn't say you must it says if you're not well the guidelines that they they were put up that they put up were not followed clearly not followed because it says be sensitive to the families so the guidelines are great but guidelines are guidelines and people are going to use their own ethics to make their own decisions on that if they have control over when a, when something is posted, then it's on them. Again, that's not, it's an ask. It's not a rule. It's not, it's, I'm, what I'm talking about is putting code in their program that if, if somebody died today, that there is an amount of time, a week at least, or whatever would be determined is reasonable, fair, and sensitive to the family to, before they can actually enter it in there. So the day- And they, for everyone, family included. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not yeah. what Judy, you know, Judy Russell advocates that the family should be able to um, create it at, at any time that they want. That's her opinion, but I, I think, I mean, unless you could prove that you're, you know, you're related, which is a little difficult, especially, I mean, I've had many people in my life die. And I know that when you're grieving that dealing with some, some company about whether or not to put your family member up there is really low on my priority list. Yeah. I'm very sorry that um, Mary had been carrying that for so many years because it is in their help how to get a transfer. And it has been all that time. But she didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's really too bad more people don't read that kind of documentation. 
really well really but when you lose a child i can tell you that um i haven't lost my own but my brother lost two the same day and trust me that was 30 years ago and i'm not over it so jane i'm very sorry about that um I just feel that the creators on Find a Grave should read the information for the memorials for the recently deceased, where it says that people should give the family a reasonable time to mourn, because if you don't, it can add to the emotional strain. People, creators, end users on Find a Grave need to think of that before they even go and post a memorial. That's all I'm saying. And I understand that you don't very much agree with me and that, and that's perfectly fine, but I intend to put my voice out there, sign my full name on any letters I send and say, Hey, I think you guys can do a better job at, at managing this instead of leaving it on the creator. You need to have process in place to prevent because obviously with the children from texas people weren't taking into consideration the families and how they would feel and i don't know how i'm going to go about doing that um i was hoping that this discussion would actually come up with some ideas and, and some good ways that we could do that i appreciate your point of view and i respect your point of view um, well, I but, hope everybody who has a feeling about it, on whatever side they're on, I hope they write to find a grave and express their opinions. Because if you only hear from one side, you're not getting the full picture, are you? And that's why I just thanked you for your point of view. Um, but for me, I'm going to continue to request to find a grave into ancestry that they find a way to make this a little bit more and take take the families a little bit more into consideration before allowing people to upload um i think the work that you've done is wonderful and i'm very appreciative of that um you know i think that we need more creators out there capturing information but maybe not the same day that the event happens is my point of view is all I'm trying to get across. So um, I thank you both for your time tonight. I'm going to let you get back to your weekends. You know, I wish more people had joined and we could have had more of a discussion, but it didn't work out that way. So Robin, Jane, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Barb. Whatever you're going to do, you, you include me, okay? Yes, ma'am, I will. Thanks. All right. You take care. So what I've included here was the entire recording of our call and I'm still looking for ways to hold find a grave and or ancestry accountable for upholding what should be a very courteous request to just be a decent human being. And um, if you feel the same way, please reach out, let me know and let's see what we can do to make things better. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a CNC production.